delivery. Elevates the cross. Bain is there! Perth Glory continued their resurgence on Saturday night against the Sydney team that welcomed back Luke Bratton and Joe Lolly to the starting lineup after they came back from a 2-0 halftime deficit to finish the game level and deny the Sky Blues at Macedonia Park in the wild west. Another unsatisfactory result and the pressure on the Sydney FC men's squad, as well as their manager, has not been this intense in around 10 years' time. Tonight on Sky Blue Stories, we discuss that result, look ahead to another crucial game against Western United in the Apple Isle and reminisce about a former Sky Blue who won a championship with his boyhood club before spreading his wings to find himself as a starting 11 player in one of Asia's biggest leagues. I'm Jonathan Finger and tonight, Sean Maloney and Julian Baumbach join me. And boys, I hope that you've paid your electricity bills because we've got a lot to get through. Mine's due in a couple of months, actually. I've been, I've been living by candlelight with all these prices lately and whatnot. And I've been lighting a candle for every dropped point that we've had in the past. <laughs> so I'm out of candles. Yeah, I'm all out of candles. <laughs> oh, does it feel like deja vu? Or is it just me? Uh, yeah. With the it's, lights going out or? or something out of Groundhog Day. Bill Murray? <laughs> no. I feel like, uh, I feel like the, like well, the Farina era was only yesterday. Feels close. I wonder what, what's Frank doing these days, Jonathan? Do you know? Like, uh, Papua New Guinea? Walls, wash basin. Oh, yeah, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think uh, Papua New Guinea men's team was the last I heard. That was a while ago. Though, yeah. Was he be able to hold down a job that long? Uh, not if there's Stevie White. No, that's too much. Too much. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I remember hearing on the podcast, I think it was with Garby, like this is going back maybe a couple of years ago, something like that, but that's about it. I didn't get all the way through it. I was, I remember what I was doing. I was doing the Manly to Spit Bridge walk at times. Hmm. Anyway, I digress. Sorry. I just got lost in. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, <laughs> there is a, uh, there, bear with us. Uh, Bear with us, listeners, as well, because there's uh, there is a bit of an electrical storm going around our beautiful city of Sydney as we speak. So we will uh, we will all jokes aside, we will try and make sure that our uh, our connections are now uh, we don't have any blackouts uh, coming like they did at uh, what I thought should be really called North Macedonia Park, boys. Uh, I don't know why that changed <laughs> the name, <laughs> but uh, but uh, no, it was a late one. No, 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 that's right. Yeah, it was, it was a fucking late one. But I saw a few people bitching and moaning on Twitter, boys. Mm. I'm like, oh, we've got to stir up this late. I'm like, well, hello, we've got a big country. Perth deserve a game. Dean Newbold needs a game to follow his CSC fellas. Um, and anyone stays up late to watch an EPL game or a Socceroos, you know, World Cup game. So the, mm. the concept of, you know, staying up late to watch a football game, yeah, it's powerful, yeah. Of course, especially living in Australia. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think so too. And to be fair, it's in their prime time. So, you know, they're, they're a club with a proud history in Australian football, not just the A-League, obviously. So, yeah, they've got to, they've got to have, they've got to have a yeah. few games in their prime time. And you don't want to yeah. be playing a game, uh, what would end up being 7.30 for us, 4.30 for them. Or something yeah. like, like, Imagine well, how hot it would have been. Yeah, like uh, I don't agree with him often, if ever, and Rudan's a dick, but I do agree with what he said <laughs> in the game on the weekend, like playing a game at what did they kick off at? 3 um, p.m. I think. 3 p.m. Yeah, on a Sunday. That up. was this, and it was so hot as well. Like you could just take the quality of the game was I watched it. It's mm. fucking shocking, man. Yeah. It's just not conducive to good football. Yeah. It's just tiring and you know those games at the start of the season, Jules, when you know you're playing maybe some preseason stuff in March and April, yeah. still quite warm, but a bit sluggish. Yeah, 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 it's good times. Long in my review mirror now. Look, <laughs> look here I yeah, I thought you'd be. I thought you'd be doing a preseason though, still, Sean. No, no, man, I'm too old. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Um. There were, as you said, Sean, there was quite a few people actually up and about uh, online watching the game and following through with with, with everyone, which was nice to see um, from a fan point of view, um, only for us all to be let down <laughs> massively. Too good to be true. I know we'll talk about it at length uh, momentarily, but it was almost too good to be true. 2-0 at halftime, you're thinking, all right, it's just another 45 minutes, right? Straightforward, eh? Uh, but no, pants got pulled down. Um, I think we pulled our own pants down. Maybe one leg each, one by us, one by her. Um, and it certainly felt like a loss. It certainly wasn't like, hey, we went over to Perth, walked away with a point. Yeah, yeah, point on the road. We'll take that. Now, certainly felt like a loss. Or certainly a loss of yeah. two points. Jules, I was, yeah. I, Jules, I was ready to be uh, pleasantly surprised. Um, but I think, um, I don't know if it felt like a loss. It, it just felt inevitable, didn't it? Inevitable. Yeah, I think so. I think it was just, it's, I know, they say that 2-0 is the most dangerous scoreline in football, I suppose it is for a reason. So many times you see this type of thing happen. But, um, you know, well, obviously, again, like Sean said, we'll go into it in depth, but you couldn't write the script with some of the things that obviously happened during the game, very peak <laughs> A-League. Or pick a Liga to some people. Mm, I know mm. Sean loves that one. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just I felt like the, the longer the game went, the more we just sort of had it slipping away from us. Um, but yeah, it's a just a very I don't know void and empty feeling. It's what I'm mm. feeling at the moment with the men's side. Um, very contrast uh, to the women's side, obviously. But yeah, it's just making me a little bit. I don't know about you guys, but just a little bit. Yeah, I, I can't quite put my finger on it. Just yeah. empty, I think, is probably the best word. I'm with you. Mm. I'm with you. Before we uh, look at that game in, in detail in our weekly breakdown, Sean, over to you. Browns. 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 So we discovered boys. Well, they told us on social media, so it's hardly a discovery. But I, we learned where Remy is off to. We did. Yeah. Lester. She loves a relegation battle. She loves a smack. <laughs> she loves a challenge. Good luck yeah. to her. Really, like, genuinely, jokes aside, fucking good luck. She's a good player, really good player with a, with a load of potential. I could really see her 
maybe not, you know, the skies are the potential really, or the clouds are or something. Moon is a potential here. <laughs> I really hope she does well. I really do. Um, yeah, me too. Jonathan, you had some kind of somewhat of a theory as to why she chose Leicester. Uh, not I, a theory, I, just um can I dump you in that? Can I put you uh, No, no, not a theory. I just um you know, she's got a good agent, obviously. Um she went over to uh it Gottiberg, was it? Sweden, um prior and um had a really challenging time. Um didn't score a few goals. I'm not sure if she did a couple of goals. Yeah, not not definitely not in the bag fools like we're used to seeing over here and uh, the club ended up getting relegated in in Sweden, um, and now she's found herself at at Leicester. And look, I don't follow the the WSL with with great, you know, um, detail on a weekly basis. I sort of more look for the Aussies and see how they've been doing. But of course, the first thing you do when a Sydney FC player signs is is look up the team, and um, you know, Leicester City rock bottom of the table. Um, they had a really. They did have a win, I think, after she signed. Yeah. Um, so someone, I think the striker, decided that her, her, her job's under threat, which is, which is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing. It's what you want, right? So, yeah, I, I mean, they have been on the end of some rather large uh, defeats um, as well. I'm talking eights and nines against. So, um, yeah, look, I hope that I hope that this works out for her. If nothing else, it, it gets her an opportunity in... What is the most popular uh, asterisk, but probably the most popular women's competition in the world at the moment? You know, a few mm. years ago, a few years ago, Jules, it was the the um, American League. Um, yeah, and and now it's the UK. It's it's England. Yeah, and it's good. It's it's good that I think it's obviously taken a huge step forward. Women's football, probably in the last three or four years, particularly with the professional side. Um, and it is true, you know, full-time professionals over there. And, you know, it's not only England, it's obviously France are, are fantastic with it. Um, the Spanish league's building and building. You know, Hayley Rasa, I think, has been linked to, to Real Madrid. Mm. It's pretty cool. Like all these little, you know, our Matildas are um, are going to these huge clubs. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. And um, I really hope that she does well. I think she will. Do we know if it's like for several years or is it like just to the end of the season? Like, is there a clause that if they get relegated, she can? I thought I read to the end of the season, but I might be thinking of someone else. And and Sean, I'm, I'm not sure actually if I actually answered your question about my, my theory as, as to why she went over there, but. Um, like a good politician, you curtailed around. I, I did a little, I did a little, but no, look, I'm, I'm, what I was trying to say was, I guess, any opportunity in Europe, I think Remy was probably going to take because obviously it's a World Cup year now, yeah. uh, home World Cup year. She wants to be on the radar. Um, whilst things have improved in the in the W League here, um, Gustafsson still hasn't really, you know, shown a pen chance for picking A League women's players. Um, so, uh, look, I guess you know if we were in her shoes, I'd probably take it too. Doesn't matter really who the squad yeah. is. Um, it's familiar. She's going to have other Matildas in and around um, the league, you know. Uh, so, yeah. Players develop eyes. Yeah, absolutely. It's not Tony G's eyes. Um, it'll be other clubs' eyes that she could potentially then move off to in the in the English league, if not across the ditch yeah, in mainland Europe. So, 
look, yeah, certainly positives there with her. Um, next, a little bit on the on the radar. We may be getting Wilco back in the next week yeah. or two. Thank God. Um, no, Jonathan's frowning. Oh, really? Oh, I just, I just. Um, uh, so he, he, Corica said at the like the post game chatter on the field, which was, uh, oh, I'll talk more about that in a sec. Um, that he played an inter club game with the youth team last week. Gosh, it would have been, you know, yes, dad, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he would have been old, like genuinely, he would have been old enough to be their father, right? Yeah, yeah, well, close ish, yeah. yeah um, so look, that's that's positive news. Uh, we do miss him. Um, I don't think it will be like a silver bullet once he comes in that like the switch will be clicked or the click will be switched. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're crying out desperately for not just quality at center back, but also that probably that voice and that leadership and that, mm. uh, and we'll talk about the the lack of mental fortitude uh, that our team displayed in recent weeks, but particularly on Sunday or Saturday night, sorry, um, which I felt was or has been our Achilles heel this season. Um, and last but not least, a little bit of around the grounds. Um, really funny, like we've had a, a change of the A League uh, women's game um, against Perth from Leichhardt Oval because they're doing Renaults because uh, some stupid rugby club boys destroyed a grandstand or something there. So, we're <laughs> um, but over to Netstrata, which is great for me. I might just wander up there. At least Michelle, it's at a seven o'clock kickoff, not at not at a stupid five o'clock kind of kickoff, which is just a ridiculous time for anyone to try and get there for on Wednesday, the 29th of March. Um, but it just kind of like, they could not find a field available. I'll, um, just, that just speaks for like peak A-League. I'll, 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 I'll rant about this a bit later in uh, our hero and villain of the week. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't want to say too much then because like, there's not good enough. Not good enough. Like I said on, on Twitter, not good enough. But the, the, the angle I'll take with it and hopefully it doesn't, uh, take away from what you say, Jonathan, is these women still have to work full-time, part-time, you know, still have to hold down a job. So to say, oh, by the way, we're going to play Wednesday night and they're, they're working nine to five or something to that effect. And then that has to, sorry, you can't now work that day and that has to now come out of your leave. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, Yeah, but it's it's for our girls as well as the Perth girls. Though. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yes, of course. How could I forget? Sorry, Perth girls. Sorry, um um, um yeah not good enough i like i said i'll bang on about it a bit later on but mm-hmm. it's it is um what's the word i'm looking for it is not endemic it's um pandemic it's it's it flows on from the state of the club at, at the moment yeah our club yeah. or just the a league our club our club yeah yeah in my opinion it, it it flows on from where we're at as a club right now and 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 a league in in general, it, it, it sort of it, it sums it up a bit. Yeah, a bit toxic or something. I don't know. Anyway, all right, boys, let's dive into Saturday night's ten thirty p.m. Um, game against Perth Glory. Uh, I called a I called a draw. So I was <laughs> right, I said a one all draw. John there you go. I think Jules and Johnny lost. I said a loss. Two one loss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now Lolly and Grant got the goals. I'm keen to dissect the goals because they were very good. Um, Brad and Lolly back in the lineup. Alfie, Alfie's already leading the line. Um, a very young bench, very much so young bench, but let's jump ahead to the six minute. Um, and it was a fucking, <laughs> it was a very, 
beautiful goal. It was yeah. just Molly doing Molly things. Are we a, are we a one man team? Yeah. I wonder Boys, if it's not the white oh. or just, just lolly. Just lolly. Must have a joke. Fuck. Hello, Joe. Bingo. <laughs> Boom. But he, he's he's just got an eye for goal and he's got a lethal left foot. Maybe he just doesn't trust to pass the ball to anyone else at this moment, but <laughs> just like he's looked, he, he's pivoted a bit in that spot, in that space, seeing that the keeper was perhaps a little bit to his right post a little bit too much and hit it back across him and, like, nicks in off the post. It was a beautiful goal, yeah. though, fellas. Superb finish. Superb. Yeah. But he had a lot of work to do before he even got get to the shot away. I mean, it was, it was woeful defending, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, he had so much time and space. He, he just sort of looked up and went, oh, okay, I'll dribble 15 metres. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then unleashed a, a bit of a pile driver. Um, across his body, a beautiful, beautiful goal. And um, you know, unfortunately, there were there are a few other screamers across the league this weekend. So I don't think oh, it'll get. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it'll get goal of the week, let alone goal of the month. But um, it was it was a wonderful individual effort. We certainly had the better of things in this half. Uh, maybe didn't capitalize on it as much as we should. I like Trimbus had that uh, header and, and the save from Redders in the sixteenth minute. Uh, but we fast forward, didn't have to wait too much longer till Grant's goal on the 27th minute. Um, there were some superlatives for Diego's cross, but it was a bit of a, like, it, it, it head, headed off somebody else and then lands at, at Grant at the back post. And, and well done for Ryan there to being Johnny on the spot. Right time, right place. Woeful defending again by Perth. Just mm. not tracking. Completely play. unmarked. Completely yeah. unmarked. Like if that was yeah. you on the sideline at Quakers, you'd be blowing up Deluxe. I think it pretty much Ruben Zadkovic summed up at that time because I think he was fucking blowing up um, at that point. Uh, he had a couple of great blow-ups, actually, that got caught by yeah. the FX mic. It's fantastic. Yeah, just we um, must We must bring the best out of opposition coaches, I reckon, because if he had a go last week. <laughs> we, do. Yeah, we, we do. We do. Goalkeepers too. but We do. I think when he got booked, it's because he said, um, ref, any fucking danger of a foul. <laughs> so I was like, that's such an Australian, like that goes down from all the way from grass. So all the way yeah, down to grassroots and all the way back up to the A-League professionals. So that's fantastic. Fucking danger Love of a that. decision. I like it. And then uh, a few minutes later, Maxie, I love you. Maybe uh, trim those sideburns, buddy. But like <laughs> <laughs> the 30th minute, um, like the who was the who was the commentator? He was he was surprised me too. Oh. Like he doesn't have a few more goals against his name, but great counter attacking run and it's the crossbar. But I want to just like point out the uh that that through ball from, oh. from oh. Mac. Mac. Yeah. Got me hard. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm gonna say I'll be. I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion, but mm. Burgess needs to be doing fucking better from there. I'm sorry. It's not unpopular. He, he had a gr- <laughs> he had a great game. That's nothing fant- yeah. no, he, he did a fant- he had a fantastic game, but you can't like you, no need to put that amount of power on that shot. Like uh, you've a placement and you've beaten the keeper. And it's all too common, unfortunately, for Maxi Burgess. Yeah. Um, it sucks because he's just that's just the consistency and just that scoring element of his game is like that's uh, only thing that's missing. I think you're right, though, Jules. Sean, if Lolly's been out for a couple of weeks, he's just come back. But in Lolly's absence, I mean, Max has probably been our player of the month if, yeah. if we had such yeah. a thing. I agree. Um, he's probably been our best. And yeah, yeah. just, yeah, just, just really unfortunate not to, not to finish 
that and and that pass yeah. please we i think Gosh. i talk about it every week but robbie mack is a is a baller like yeah. people are saying people are saying he's lazy and maybe he's a you know he hasn't got as um you know he's looking a bit down on attitude and and, and interest at times on the pitch um I wonder why. <laughs> yeah I, I was interested to read a few comments actually in the last couple of weeks i just um I, i'm not sure if i compared him said this last week on the pod but he you're the role that he's playing very much reminds me of Philippe Losco's first year. Yeah, I, I um, yeah, and and like Philippe came across, had to get used to the pitches. He had a couple of soft tissue injuries to get used to things, um, but he was still contributing. Uh, he wasn't yep. contributing for ninety minutes, but he, he would contribute an assist or a goal. You yeah, know, a game almost. Yeah, an odd comparison. When they said about how many times have they said that about Messi over years? Oh, look, he's walking. Oh, he doesn't really press. He doesn't. It, but he just picks his moments, and that's probably the yeah. But, when we when we had um, Alexander Bomjahan on, he he was the first to say, you know, do you need your creative players to be working <laughs> like crazy? No. Mm. You, and I hundred percent agree with him. You don't want your creative players to be. You want them to be in a position where it cuts off passing lanes and obviously is effective for the team in a high press or wherever you, yeah. whatever you're doing, however you're setting up defensively without the ball. But you still need your creative players to not be gassed when they actually get the ball, so they can 100%. be creative and dangerous moments. So, yeah, I don't know. It's um, I I think he's doing a I think he's doing a pretty good job. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I look, I can understand some criticism, but look, we criticize the whole team every week, so we can't <laughs> talk, but. I don't know. I think I think Robbie Mack. I think you give him, you put him in the right system, and you give him enough ball. Like I, I think I said in bloody mm. our season. Um, uh, yep, preview. Yeah. Preview. Thank you. <laughs> Preview's the word uh, that you know he could be Johnny Warren medalist. He's, he looks that good. Uh, He's definitely and, been one of our best, hasn't he? In a very very mediocre season. He'd be up there. He'd be up there in mm. our top five. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to the half 2-0, and it's looking pretty good. Pretty, I'm pretty content at this point. Close to 11.30 at night. Um, and then, like, how many times, Jules, boys, has it been spoken about, like, the first five minutes and the last five minutes of either half are, like, you know, like, the worst, like, you can't switch off at those moments. Don't switch off and concede at any point during the game, but there's something about those little pockets of time at the start and the end of each half. And look, I don't want to put it all on Corica, but like in that dressing room, you should be fucking pumping them up, you know, speaking X, Y, and Z. And then they go out to that field and they should be on like a fucking Donkey Kong. Yeah. On like Donkey Kong and then concede. Um, what was it from a corner, wasn't it? No, yes, yeah, it was from a yeah at the near post, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. at the near post there in the first minute of the half. Duncan scores. Mm. Fucking annoying. Just, not great. Just yeah, no, it's not. It's just um, that's pretty. I don't know. It, I would have said coach killer, but yeah, no, it would be. Yeah, but you know, I agree with you. I think. What you're saying, Sean, is that you know why why the why, and I'm sure it'll come up, you know, soon about some of the comments after the game. Why they're coming out that uh, cold, to put it. That I almost way. feel like, and this is super presumptuous. I almost feel like, rather than being confident with the two 0 lead, they're almost like nervous and anxious, holding on to that. Yeah, two-nil. 
like you can understand that elders, you, you know can understand yeah. that i think it's yeah i think it's because of what they've obviously had to endure this season that they know you know seasons past you know cash my back to 16 17 or 17 18 if we were 2 nil up <laughs> cruising cruising <laughs> what would it matter never going to win yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I i don't I wouldn't go as far as say they they almost don't know how to oh, it's going to sound a bit harsh but don't know how to win anymore don't know how to close out games. They've kind of lost a lot of that mental fortitude and resilience. Be able to, you know, mm. put the the foot on the on the jugular and, and go for it. And like, the- <clears throat> I was saying, like I said in the intro, it's the pressure. It, it's the pressure. They, they yeah. haven't been under this much pressure, and the position on the ladder and the, all the outside talking, including from yeah. us. Um, but you know, yeah. um, you, you can see it, and and unfortunately. Um, Unfortunately, it, it, it's, it's clear. It's clear. And before, we get to, before we get to the lights out, fellas, there was another strange moment in the game as the rain starts to come down in my place. Yes, and here. Um, that, so we're down, oh, sorry, we're up 2-1. And instead of, I thought it was a very strange substitution with Max being one of, if not our best on Saturday night, to take him off about, it was about 12, 15 minutes after Duncan scoring that the, the header at the new post and putting yeah. a tray on for him. Yeah. But that just doesn't that tell the opposition, oh, they want to protect that two one lead and hold on to that yep. one that one goal differential, you know, and 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 just try and defend out the game by putting on a predominantly more defensive person. It, it, like that's how I read it. I'd felt that as a very kind of conservative rather than pushing for a third and maybe then for a fourth and just mm. Going back to what worked in that first half, yeah, I just thought it was a very strange substitution from Steve. Yeah, yeah, I think it shows where the. I think uh, a team is a reflection of their manager at times, and I think we've talked just talked about um, the fact that you know we're lacking in confidence and seeing out games and that sort of thing. I think that action potentially shows a lot about where we are mentally across the board within that team um, from coaching staff all the way down into the playing group is that, you know, we're, we're trying to protect leads that in other games would have been like in other days, sorry, I should say, uh, should say in other seasons where we would have gone, no, no, we're going to get that buffer back. We're going to be positive. We're going to be yeah. proactive, but now it's, it's the polar opposite, unfortunately. So and lacking a bit of trust in his players to go out and, and yep. score a goal and, 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 and play positive football. Yeah, very much so. And then the lights went out. On <laughs> uh, our season? Or? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Literally and metaphorically. Uh, you beat me to it. Beat minutes. To it. <laughs> just, just A-leg ridden all over. Um, and I thought Perth had plenty of gas and coal and everything. What's going on? I thought, <laughs> haven't they been hogging it from the rest of the country? That's it. Yeah, it was FIFO, but they, they forgot to fly back in. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. You, you fly out yeah. and then either fly back yeah. in. Yeah. 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 It was just foe. That's it. it just foe. And not, not the good foe. <laughs> no. The foe that you get that's from. That's a foe last week. <clears throat> um, Although lots of people were saying FO at the end of the game. <laughs> so we'll talk about that later. Uh, uh, we had a few close-ish moments. Caceres EC had a shot at 86 minutes and, and Lolly was denied at the 90th. But then, oh, obviously, it was a long at a time in the second half, um, obviously, because of the, the, the lights failure. 
And this is when you need to be at your most strongest mentally to close out the game, to just absolutely scrap and and grind out. Um, and there was that counterattack. They launched over a nice cross over towards the far right-hand post. Redders was pissed. Fists were hitting the ground. And, and Williams gets in between two players. Nice cross and... and does the equalizer? Mm, wasn't nice. It and wasn't breaks nice and breaks hearts. Can I just say? Can I just say about the because I'm on the run sheet for those of you a little bit of inside Sky Blue stories. Oh, yeah. um, ooh, 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 behind the curtain. Um, behind the curtain. Um, a lot of nudity, but also <laughs> um, we post just as like a bit of a reminder and going through the game of the main events that we get from the uh, match report. Don't want to criticize somebody that I've been in the shoes, so I get it's and very sleep deprived. But I don't know what, as the clock nears one a.m. in Sydney, has to do with anything about that goal. I think they were jet lagged. I think that's what he was trying to say. <laughs> I think that's yeah. I think they're just saying, "Fuck me, I don't get paid enough for this shit. I want to go home." <laughs> don't we all, my friend? Yeah. Don't we all? <sighs> so, I would have liked to have been asleep. Yeah. <laughs> And that was that was just endemic or characteristic of yeah. our word. Yeah, we'll look up a dictionary. Yeah, we need to. We need to. Yeah, said something. But part of like there was half of me that was angry and annoyed and disappointed and shocked, and the other half of me was like not surprised. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That was all of me. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, the, the cynic has completely. <laughs> just engulfed my inner being now. I, I can't I can't escape it. I'm, so, I'm, so where to from yeah. here, boys? Um, well, I want to uh, – I'd like to set some homework uh, for Rowdy. He did Rowdy homework well last week. He did yeah, very well he, last week. He came oh, back I very good. I to put that on the run sheet. I meant to do that. So thank yeah. you, Rowdy, for doing that. That was fantastic. Yeah. You met your deadline. Um, I would like to know what – percentage of goals we have conceded from crosses this year. That's a good one. I like that. And compare that to previous seasons? Well, I mean, that might be a bit more difficult, but <laughs> but we, um, it might need an, extend, an extension deadline for, for that. But but both these goals were from, from cross, what cross corner was. and then from, from the cross there, which, which just goes to show that our marking is, um, you know. Shit. No, it's not I'm trying to think of other crosses or corners we've conceded from. There was the, the... first game, first game, Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. The, opener. Uh, the one that came to mind was, of course, the one that Harry's very good, very said, good one, uh, yeah. Allianz. Yeah, good one. Um, and then I kind of similar um, when we're at MacArthur, John at Campbelltown. Um, mm-hmm. Thought that yep. had off the free kick. Yeah, so this... We're just talking like off the top of our heads. So That's right. We're missing. So, right. yeah, it's obviously, you know, we're like Jesus Christ doesn't like crosses. Like it's, <laughs> it's, 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 you know. And we are getting crucified. Yeah. <laughs> we are. We are. Yeah. Redders, Redders is getting yeah. crucified. He could stand there with his arms out. Mm. Uh, yeah, like the good Lord. Right, and um, Did you... You, know, you can't do much about it at that, at that range. Yeah. Did you see yeah. the, 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 just right after the game, they're standing on the field. The two, you know, Channel Nine, uh, sorry, Channel Paramount, Channel Ten, roving reporters, um, interviewing Corica. Um, 
I actually, uh, do you know what? I actually haven't seen that. I saw the player ones, but I didn't see. Um, he looked ones. so just. Yeah. Yeah. Like just no, no answers, no idea. Very nervous. Um, and very. Wouldn't you be? Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't you be? I think I'd be. And, um, but like maybe, like he should have been more kind of um, blunt and gone. No, nah, we play terribly, and it's, I deserve. We we demand better here at Sydney FC, and and you know, yeah. So that was yeah, was wasn't awful game. And then on top of it, not that it, I, I don't think it hasn't made much of a difference if at all to our season. Well, no, it hasn't. But Rodwell out again. Yeah. Yeah. And how many, yeah. how many games has he played like all together? I think it works out to be like two and a half out of Yeah, two and a half roughly. Yeah. Thirteen four, fourteen games we've had this season. Mm. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Like Jono, if someone's coming into work two days out of fourteen, you'd find <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Funny you say that, actually. <laughs> you'd be bringing him. You'd be bringing him in. You'd be bringing him in. No doctor, chat, I think. if he gets going to help them, is it? Yeah. No. Well, I've yeah. I unfortunately have a few like that at the moment. Um, but uh, I won't disclose uh, people's uh, privacy and and uh, medical medical conditions on on, on the podcast. Uh, yeah, it's the Rodwell thing is uh, much like the end of the Wellington game, uh, Sean. You just laugh, don't you? Mm. Yeah. Just laugh. Uh, what, what can you do? Um, you know, uh, I like the little sort of competition that's sort of uh, bubbling away in the background about minutes of Rodwell versus, you know, Ninkovic minutes. Um, and Ninkovic hasn't played for four, five or six weeks and he's still so far ahead. <laughs> that, um, um, yeah, so it's it's... It's a just a failed signing. Mm, has to, it has to just be. a failed, signing. absolutely failed. Um, and who knows? A failed fitness test. I mean, that could be anything, right? Uh, but who knows? How long is he out for now? So, boys, what, what are your thoughts on on Steve? You know, Twitter's going rife with like, oh, nine o'clock Monday morning. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's never gonna. It was never gonna happen. Your your Jules, people aren't privy to our, our little Facebook Messenger chat thing, but kind of would you like to share your thoughts of you you don't think and you've got a little bit of a, uh, a theory of sorts as to yeah um, I just look don't get me wrong I think that we've got to the point now where changes it's not wanted it's it's a need um, I think a lot of people are are on that train now a lot of people that maybe weren't on that train. Um, until, um, you know, even a couple of weeks or three weeks ago. Uh, we're still sort of in the middle. But um, I suppose, again, another unpopular opinion of mine is that um, I don't think Sydney will sack Corica uh, for a fair while. And I think it, it, it's regardless of results, it's just due to scheduling. So um, going and following the bouncing ball, we've got Western United, obviously, next. And he hasn't been sacked, so I'm assuming, you know, it's going to make mm. that game. Um, we're down in Melbourne, and I assume we're going to probably stay in Melbourne potentially um, because we've got victory. Uh, no, because we're in, we're in Tasmania. Oh, we're in Tassie, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Well, I had the same thought. I had the same thought. Okay. 
I still don't think he's going to get, they're going to kick him off or send him, they're going to land in Melbourne and say, all right, you keep going up to Sydney, <laughs> um, regardless of the result. So I don't think he gets sacked after the game because we've got the big, we've got the big blue and it's a, it's a derby, it's a big game. Similarly, because of that, I don't think that they will give Melbourne victory and the, all the fallout of that, um, give them the satisfaction of essentially getting Steve you know, fired, even if we were to lose that game. Um, then we've got Central Coast. Um, we got the And then after that, we've got the Derby. So not going to sack him after Central Coast. They're not going to sack him off the, after the Derby uh, against Western Sydney because, again, similar to the Melbourne victory reason. And then Brisbane. I think if the results are really bad, have been continually bad um, uh, after Brisbane, then I think there's there's a possibility there, which would may, mean that on the 19th of Feb or onwards, he would potentially go if the results, this is obviously if the results are bad. If we win the next five games, then happy day. You know, everybody's happier. Yeah, everybody's happy, right? We're all happy. But if that's not the case, and it's let's be realistic, there's nothing to suggest we'll lose all of them, but there's also definitely nothing to suggest that we're going to win all. So, um, well, if that were the case, we'd have nine games left for the season with a potential new manager if that were to happen. Mm. Interesting um, theory. Yeah. Yeah, but and that's all it is, theory. Unless we get a heavy, like you said, a heavy loss, Jules. Oh, yeah, for sure. Look, if there's, got, a, if got, there's, a, if there's a 5 nil in there. Yeah, if we got pummeled by victory or something like that, or Central Coast maybe big loss to yeah. the one. Yeah. And let's let let's be let, let's be real here. Western United and Melbourne Victory are both below us on the table. Well, that's that's the thing is that if if we have negative results, and I'm not even saying not, so I think if, yeah, not wins. I think I think if we lost one and we drew one, we'll end up. Probably around eleventh. Mm. We won't be bottom. If we lost both, then we're bottom. Yeah, we will be bottom. At this point, this, with how we've yeah. been going and how below par and extremely mediocre, not even draws. Draws feel like losses at the moment. Like yeah. I don't think draws are enough to save Steve. I don't think draws. Yeah, but at least they're not a loss. I guess that's that's the that's, that's how the, the thing, right? That's, that's how right. they. Yeah, that's right. Oh, hey, you know, it's better than zero. One's more than zero. Yeah, yeah. so it's a very kind of. I would say half glass, glass half empty kind of. Yeah. Is a remember, like, I remember saying on the pod, probably, I think last year when we we're obviously going through similar, not as bad struggles, I don't think. Um, and I said, we need to be very careful because the club obviously talks about being the biggest club in Sydney, having these massive aspirations. We're a success with a successful club. And we built our whole personality pretty much in our club identity around that. So then I, I think I said, as soon as you start accepting mediocrity, you're going to end up like the Wanderers. And the Wanderers had a great start to, this, uh, to, their, to their existence. And now as much as it pains me to say, they were kicking goals on all fronts, off the pitch, on the pitch. It didn't matter what was happening. Everything was Wanderers. And they've encapsulated that whole Western Sydney area. It was crazy. You couldn't go anywhere on a Saturday that they were playing, be anywhere in Western Sydney, and you'd see at least three or four, five, six, seven, ten jerseys around. Everybody had a kit because they were so successful. 
now they've got to a point where they've obviously lost their identity, they've lost their soul, and they're still and they're still trying to get that back from when they moved into their glorious new stadium. History's repeating itself for Sydney. Yeah. We've had a shit season and now we're having a worse season. So with, with a, I dare that say part, a better a better team. I know we've got a our way better team. Way better team. Injury troubles with our centre backs, yep. except Alfie was out for a little bit of time. Yep. But that's recruitment. That's again, that call comes down to recruitment as well. Like you, you, we talked about Rodwell. We knew that he was injury prone, and we still signed him. Look, I was all for it in terms of the quality yeah, of the player. I see that stuff yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. I know they're different players in terms of position, but you know, and I know that he. Tell me if I'm wrong, John. Callum Neonhoff rejected a contract mm. from us. But we didn't put a lot of faith in in what was an injury prone prone player in past mm. recent seasons, and gone. Ah, okay, now we won't go after Callum and see you later. Mm. Off you go. Look look at other offers, and he's he's doing so well. And now there's whispers of mm. him going over to Celtic. He loaned back back. So it's kind of like, oh, we won't take you because we think you're a bit injury prone. But hey, Jack, mm. come on down, mate. What <laughs> in trouble? Do you know what I mean? Like it sounds quite yeah. contradictory. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we're we're terrible. Um, my uh, my repeated catch cry about this whole uh, Bimby topic is summed up in one word, gentlemen. One word. When. Yeah. Yeah. When. Yeah. Uh, and I found myself saying that for the last two or three weeks. I've been saying that for two years, Jonathan, but, you know, I don't want to. When? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, and that's the thing is that it is that. So when it starts to get to that point, the sooner is it's like ripping off a Band-Aid. you got to just do it. It is. It's just a, it just makes it very hard for – it makes it hard for all of us to move on and to – it, it makes it hard for him. It make it harder for him. It's not fair to mm. him as well. I, I, people probably say, well, obviously he wants to keep his job. Of course he wants to keep his job. Of course, he wants to. He wants to be at the club that he's been at for his whole mm. coaching career and a large part of his playing career. But like, but it is what it is. Like, it unfortunately, it's just a results-based business. He had a season where we've given him, you know, the club's given him a really mm. a, a big sign of faith after a poor season. Still gave him a two-year contract to turn around. Gave him in the oh, investment. Look, no one can say that the club. Haven't done the right thing by him. And, no, he definitely done a great thing. Yep. No, Nick Gordon um, last season started this season, like, oh, you know, recruitment, uh, change of formation, change of tactics. Yep. So that's that's needed. He's yeah. done that. And he did it. Hasn't worked. Now what? And mm. and now the what should be, like you said, Jonathan, when when is it time just to say thank you, Steve? Move on and get somebody else. Fresh yeah. blood, fresh eyes, and get back to that kind of Terry McFadden. You know, and he he wouldn't he wouldn't be enjoying this. Um, he, he wouldn't be enjoying waiting for when it happens. Um, you know, obviously we're not privy to the conversations that are going on, but um, you know, no one's no one's going to be meeting him at Sky Park, you know, on a Monday morning after the weekend with smiles on their faces about, oh, it's okay, mate, things will turn around. Like we're past that. It's 
it's uh, like I said, it's hard from a from a fan point of view. But you always got to also got to think about it from um, from his point of view and 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 the club's mm-hmm. point of view. It's it's not going to be a nice thing, no matter when no. you do it. But it's got it's just got it's, yeah, exactly. It'll hurt more. It'll hurt the most out of any. Um, you know, we obviously let coaches go before. It'll hurt the most this one because he's he is a club. Le- he'll always be a club legend. I don't think we've. I think we've repeatedly said that, and nothing, nothing is tarnished at all. Nothing at all about his playing career, and he's look. And to be fair, he's one as a coach as well. So it's just that it's not. It's with all due respect, it's just not working now. It worked before. It's just when it when it gets to this point, you sort of have to. It's going to be best for all parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not you, it's me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Except it is. Uh, But it's okay, boys, because in our Western United preview coming up, we will give him some recommendations about how to win this weekend, I'm sure. Well, boys, before we get on to that, any SFCU votes? I actually did it this week. Um, (laughs) I gave Ain't Nobody, like Joe Lolly. Uh, three votes, uh, and I gave Buster, Robbie Mack, and Redders one vote each. Uh, mine's short and sweet. Max three, Lolly three. Uh, mine is Max three, Lolly two, Mac one. He deserves at least a vote for that ball that he put in. So. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what got in the point. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Uh, A League men's round thirteen, Sydney FC versus Western United coming up, gents. We put a poll out as we do uh, weekly these days uh, to talk about uh, played for both a uh, former player, usually a retired player, or you know players that we don't feel will return to the A League. Uh, but this week was a bit hard. We Western United being only around for three years. Um, there's not too many players that have sort of played for both clubs and then uh, are no longer playing or, or haven't moved on to another club. So we gave some interesting options uh, today in Aaron Calver, John Aloisi, Nikolai Topol Stanley, and uh, Jacob Trapp. Trady. Trady. Uh, who did you boys vote for? AC, the original AC, or one of the ACs. Carbs. Jules. Aloisi. Aloisi. That would have been a good one too. That would have been a good one too. Well, uh, pleased to say that uh, one of Sydney FC's favourite sons, uh, Aaron Calver, uh, won the vote. Won the vote. So, boys, um, the three of us will obviously be um, very familiar with uh, with Calves, uh, one of uh, one of our youth products that's come through the ranks, but. Having a look back, um, there are a few things that I found out uh, that that surprised me. Um, obviously, wasn't aware of before before doing the research. Um, Calves played about more than seventy games for the first team, um, which is pretty mm. impressive. Pretty impressive. Uh, but did you know that he debuted as the second youngest ever? For us. Uh, A-League a- men's player. Wow. Kofi Dunning the first? Uh, no, Mr. Antonis. Ah. Yeah, remember Terry um, Terry uh, Antonis debuted for us when he was like 15 or something. So yeah. 
Cal's uh, Cal's was two weeks short of his seventeenth birthday when wow. he was he was brought in uh, by Frank Farina. Uh, oh. So we've got him to thank for something. Uh, yeah. New Year's Eve two thousand and twelve. Uh, now we had uh, terrible we had a terrible defence at the time, and uh, a lot of them were either out suspended or injured. So we're talking players like Fabio, uh, Adam Adam Griffiths, Tiago Calvano. <laughs> Trent McLenahan. Oh. Um, <laughs> Seb Ryle, you know, probably maybe, the only one. Maybe, there this, is, um, maybe this year isn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Seb, really Seb Ryle, probably the only one there with, you know, mm, so much, yeah. some redeeming some redeeming factors. Um, so Adam Griffiths uh, was injured in this game that he debuted in in the 14th minute. And uh, Aaron Calvert came on as a, as a 16-year-old and um, actually... Um, did quite well uh, in the in the man of the match voting, according to Rowdy here, uh, despite the team losing 3-0 to Adelaide United away. Uh, he started the next game, so not bad. That's that's how he sort of, you know, kicked off, um, kicked off his Sydney FC career, coming in very, very young. Uh, so he made three appearances in that first season, that 2012-13 season, where uh, Alessandro Del Piero was obviously still around, um, gracing Moore Park with his presence. Um, and he sort of incrementally uh, improved his appearances. So in the following season, he made six appearances. In the 14-15, he made nine. 15-16, uh, four. And then in the record breakers season, he made six. Before, um, I guess, his real breakout year, uh, again, still as a youngster, um, in 2018-19, where we won the championship in Perth. He played 21 games. Um uh, 27 in total, so including ACL and the FFA Cup. So that year, boys, for me, um, was the Jop year. Uh, and, and I think Jop did his Achilles or something, did he? Um, yeah. Jop, or was yeah. he just drop, dropped for... That was, that was more He's just a fucking sook. <laughs> <laughs> but it meant that Aaron Calvert finally got his first team opportunity to start. Uh, and and did a really good job. Obviously, you yeah. know, in a championship-winning side, um, did a fantastic job for us. Um, I think uh, we well, we think with with time now, you know, with hindsight, that he probably looked at moving on already um, before he sort of started to get his opportunities. Not not unlike, um, you know, not unlike Callum Talbot um, mm. a couple of years ago yeah. uh, had sort of already decided to move on to look for greener pastures and. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're starting every game. Um, yeah. So that was, I think, very much the case for Aaron, who, who'd signed up with Western United, the new franchise. Um, did a couple of seasons there and, again, did very well, making over 30 appearances uh, before a brief stint uh, in Perth, WA. But most interestingly, boys, um, he went over to the second division in, in the K-League for uh, Guangzhou. And he just went and, just went and won the league. Oh, promoted. Won the K League two, promoted. So in about a month's time, he'll be a, a K League starting central defender. Um, That's crazy. Which is which is you know incredible yeah. for, for a sky blue boy uh, through and through. Another another ex Covite uh, from the southern southern suburbs of Sydney. Herringbar boy. Absolutely, he is. Yeah, he is. So um, 
boys memories reminiscing about uh, Aaron Cal? He's always a fan favourite. It was quite beloved amongst the fans. Um, never quite could. He was always a very good squad player and on the fringe of mm. being the starting centre back. And sometimes it may I look back and go with with some of the recent troubles we've had with centre backs and injuries and form and whatnot. I'm like, I don't know. Hindsight's a good thing, but sometimes I think, ah, oh, shame we didn't hang on to him. You yeah. could have been really fucking handy in these kind of days yeah. in the last couple of seasons. Yeah, no, I agree. I think he's yeah. He was he was always a fan favorite and a good a really solid squatty, like mm. somebody that you'd want around. Um, like I, when I was involved with the club, he was always um, he's actually pretty quiet. I found or maybe that was just the initial fa- like still right. getting into the first team and and all that sort of stuff, but. Um, uh, he always seemed like a really a decent person and that sort of thing as well. And um, he obviously is realizing or you know his potential um, playing in the K League. Um, you know, even mm. K League Two is is huge. Um, right. And now you know K League One. That's that's fantastic. So uh, it's he, great to great to see cool. players. Yeah, he, um, yeah. he's found his goal scoring boots over there too, Jules. He, um, <laughs> you know, he, he definitely wasn't playing a bit part for, for Guangzhou. Uh, 25 appearances and three goals. That's pretty good. So not we'll bad. Take that. Not bad. It's Van, um, Van Dyke numbers. That's it. And, and I, I guess the other thing, Sean, that you were saying about you know, and, and Jules being a good squatty is that, you know, he could play pretty much anywhere across the back line. Yeah. yeah he did, yeah. He played a bit on the right. Um, I'm assuming when Buster did one of his knees, possibly. Pretty sure, um, yeah. Yeah, um, playing on the right. So someone really versatile and, um, you know, he's done he's done quite well since since leaving the club. Uh, and But what a way to, to sign off your time for now um, with Sydney FC with that championship over in WA. Um, you know, he gets a winner's medal around his neck for his boyhood club. I mean, that's the that's the stuff dreams are made of. So, yeah. Um, we do miss Cows, and and definitely someone I think that'd be welcome back at, at any stage. Um, yeah. You know, we've got players um, playing in J two that are you know scoring goals at World Cups. So if you're starting, if you're a starting centre back for a K two, let alone soon to be a, a K League squad. Um, Possibly higher honours uh, down the track yeah. as well. Yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you. Um, Saturday, twenty first of January, North Hobart Oval. How how mad would a Tasmania Hobart away game be? Bring it on good. next season or two. Yeah. Five pm kickoff. So uh, that actually shouldn't be too bad a weather, considering it's Tassie at five pm. That should shouldn't be, be. mild. Uh, predicted lineup, gents. Um, everyone's favourite, who I thought was going to be the X factor uh, this season, Diego, uh, out on the left. I almost feel like saying, oh, "Give Connor a go. Give, give maybe good, you know, Jake a run at left back." Like, you know, he's just been so poor. But uh, Ryan, yeah, ha- having a good season. It's certainly a better he one. Is yeah, quite a good season. Um, I don't think Rodwell will be there. I don't think it's just like a little niggle. He'll be back in a week or fail to fit this test. He'll be back. So I don't see why it will be donks and Gerd, Gerd and donks. Mm, seems that way. Yeah, yeah. I think it will. Uh, in the midfield, Bratz, of course, um, AC and Max. Max. Mm, probably yeah. Maxi. Yep. 
Um, and just like it was like that, that starting three was were great last week, but just, they just didn't put in a 90 minute performance. Uh, mm-hmm. good first half. Um, up front, uh, Yazzie Yazbek should be back after serving his concussion. Oh, concussion. Uh, oh, yeah, so he'll be available. Yeah, he should be available, boys. Uh, do we think that he comes into the starting lineup or probably, probably not? I did it would be at the expense of uh, Maxi, right? Probably. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, I don't think he can drop. I think he can drop Maxi after that. Um, well, the sixty-five minutes he was allowed to play. Also, a few rumours around Sean that um, Paddy might have an opportunity coming up overseas. Yeah, big on the Nando's. Do you know there's big no the Nando's, Nando's in Portugal? As I discovered when I was in Lisbon and and Porto. <laughs> well, wasn't it? Wasn't isn't Nando's an Aussie like created in Australia? Sort of I think thing? you mean. Yeah. thinking of a Porto. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of a Porto. A Porto, yeah, Porto. Porto started yeah. in North Wanda. Nando's. That's, that's where I was getting the jet, Jonathan. A Porto is better than Nando's. So. Oh. And there's that other one that Kukulas. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it properly. Have you seen that? Orgalos. Silvers? Orgalos. Silvers. Yeah. Oh, Silvers. There's a few of them bouncing around. <laughs> there um, it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I digress. Uh, who were we saying? Yeah, no, no not yes. <laughs> uh, obviously, Lolly and Mac. Johnny, you had that interesting, was it from Opta Jason or something? Uh, the thingy you put in our thing, um, <laughs> with, with the with the stuff. Yeah, with about the wood. Stuff. About the the interesting. Oh, like, no, no, that was that was from um that was from Scout Aussie um who put some interesting stuff up sometimes, but I I, uh, I liked I liked what he was uh, spouting this afternoon around um Paddy Wood's stats versus um Lafondra's stats. So he's just talking about you know um the young. Young strike, young Australian strike is not getting opportunities despite um, the, the the facts and the metrics, you know, leaning in their favour. So, according to him, um, outperforming Lef- Patrick Wood, this is outperforming uh, Adam Lafondra per ninety minutes in non-penalty goals, non-penalty xG, shots, shots on target, touches in the box. And roughly equal to Lafondra in uh, expected assists and chances created. So, you, you know, it's that age-old question: is it is it just seniority that that gets the start? I mean, because you're a marquee overseas player, that you, you know, like do you get always first dibs despite your lack of form? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we've said we've 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 sort of touched on that, but it's nice to see some 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 of that stats uh, backing up. I guess what we've been what we've been alluding to over the last few weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh, we've been crying out for him many a times on the pod. Give him a go, give him a go, persevere and persist with him. He, he uh, had a couple of starts earlier in the year. I didn't think he did too badly. Yeah, but then now if he comes back and seniority kind of. Mm-hmm. Plays its part. I like even even that well, goal, even that goal. Oh, sorry, it was a goal to Lolly at Allianz against. Is it the Adelaide game? It was a nice cross from, I think Diego maybe, and then Wood had that. He, he should have put it away, but it was right at, mm-hmm. and then saved it point blank, and then wrestled with it, and then played it back for Lolly to get it in at the near post. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. CGN. Yeah, that's right. But just that that kind of. I don't know. I'm not saying Alfie doesn't have it, but we're just not seeing it. But that that hunger and mongrel to to still win the ball back, and he's got the hunger. Like he's making the runs and whatnot. Um, but he's tweaking the attack, just what, whatever, 
whatever system that that we're playing, uh, it's not it's not working for him. So make a change. And this is this is this is my free advice this week, boys, for Bimby, um, because I am a qualified uh, coach. That's not true at all. Um, start, Dayton, Pachowski. Yes. Against Western United, JK in the number nine role, he will not let you down. Mm. He is an extremely intelligent player. He moves into the channels. He can receive the ball deep. He can provide mm. width if you need it. But he can also, you know, his um, his quality on the ball to, to distribute to a, a Lolly or a Mac, which seems to be our game plan. Um, if he gets the ball deep, he can do that. Weston won't be ready for that. They'll be expecting, like the rest of Australia, Lafondra to start. Like, and their defense has struggled more than any club. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they've conceded more goals than any other club. Um, you know, they, they've been shocking. So, well, we caught know, that last week. I think I might have said give JK a run instead of a, give him a start. Just give him a start. He won't let you down. Him on, no. him on our time. I know there was a lot of it in the second half. But... Um, just on that, just uh, I had to think about that. Uh, general, what you just said then in terms of they've mm. conceded the most goals. Um, they have twenty four. More, more than us. What are we? Yeah. More than us, which is great. <laughs> Only just twenty one. Well, we can, we can so, get there. We can get there this weekend. Every now and then, I fluke a, I fluke a stat, and that's definitely one of them. So, um. You know, Lacroix, I think Lacroix scored more goals than our strikers this year um, into his own net. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but like, again, they say, Jules, they say that about youth, right? They won't let you down. Like, even if they yeah. run themselves ragged for 60 minutes. Yeah. You know you'll get you know, the work rate out of them. Yeah. Exactly. You get that. that, that JK on for 70 minutes. And then if it ain't working, I chuck yeah. Alfie on for the last 20. And, and we just talked about Pat Wood, but I just think... We need we need to see Jaden Kachowski start off. Jaden Jaden Woody's a little bit more like for like with Alfie, whereas Jaden's mm. a, a different number nine to to both of them. Yeah, I just we haven't seen enough of him, boys. We have, we have not seen enough of him, and um, I just fear that we won't. Yeah. We, we won't well, get the opportunity because he's he's as as we've said on here before. He's he's not going to stay in the A League for very long. Um, yeah, he's he's that good, and yeah. you know, give us give us something to you know give us something to cheer for, for fuck's sake. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's like it's that's the thing is I'm not saying he's he's obviously that we've just praised him about his talent, but that youth and enthusiasm enthusiasm is going to obviously you know, be the main catalyst or the the main reason why you would consider a change like this. I mean, like hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Like it's just wow. that's a that's it's a on your wall, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But no, it's 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 true. Like we're a team that maybe there's been some talk around uh some players work ethic um in terms of on the pitch. Okay, fine. Well then Maybe that's what we do need. Maybe we need players that aren't tried and proven, but they're trying to prove themselves. So I don't know. 
but also just Jaden, he's he's going to be keen and buzzing around, and that's going to be infectious. Oh, and it just, I just, yeah, I would love to see him start. Yeah, it's purely based on form. You would drop Alfie, and you would drop Diego, and you'd put maybe not so much Connor, but maybe Jack Goodwood Reich at left back. Oh, yeah, and he's looked good when he Jack came on front. Um, yeah. Or maybe Jake in the middle, but free, just some free advice, Bimby. Just some free advice. Don't, my, don't, my, don't, you know. Yeah, it's just three armchair experts as well. So I'm not saying I'm not saying like sure. Like I'll probably disagree a bit with you, Sean. I don't think we need wholesale. Like wholesale changes, probably not the the, the, the right way, especially because we know his reluctance to change to change things. But Jaden Kaczarski can change a game. He's a difference maker, right? Like. Yeah, anyway. Predicted score, Jim. Uh, yeah. I think um I was just gonna say on the lineup, I think it'll I think we've pretty much alluded to it that yeah, it's gonna stay the same. <laughs> all this all this chat about Jake, I think I I think it's, <laughs> it'll be the point will be yeah. Uh predicted score, Sean. What's your predicted score? I'm gonna say another draw and say one all. Lights on. Lights on. No cap. Bastard. You win the go out. <laughs> uh, Jules? Uh, you know what? One all sounds pretty. I'm going to tag on the back of that. It's pretty good. Uh, Jaden Kachowski's going to start, and we're going to win 4 1. <laughs> what are you smoking? We're gonna I, win like it. One. I like your optimism. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Western are wank. They're terrible. They're bad. They're 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 also older than us. I think there's not many clubs that are. I wonder older. what uh, wonder what four ones paying and Jake. Gamble response. involvement. We need a, we need a, an official betting partner. Uh, I Seriously. I reckon I reckon we'll win. Okay. Good on you. I told I said the last week I said to Twitter tell me if if someone tell, someone told me we're going to win. No one no one did. So. Oh. Forty one dollars. Uh, yeah, that's getting put a, a tenner. Put a tenner. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna get you a cash. I'm not made of money. <laughs> uh, I, I did not encourage the loss of your cash money. Right, Labor. Charity, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and there's no game for the women. Massively. No, no. Like basically two weeks from last Wednesday's uh, game. Mid season break. Yeah. Um, to. Thursday week, Australia Day next week. Yeah, big blue for them, and and then we'll talk about that game against, um, that game against Melbourne. It's a, it's it's heating up that top four. It's it's very Victorian and us, mm. Western Sydney. Did, did um did Anna Green get on the pitch for the Kiwis today? Do we know? No, I don't sure. know about Anna, but Ali did. Ali did, yeah. Mm. A Green, A Green did get on the pitch. There you go, confirmed. Oh, that. Uh, no, no women's game. So. Uh, let's move on to the next. Now, this is going to be a bit of a controversial hero of the week, so don't, don't, don't lose your shit, guys. Ooh. And just, just go with it. My hero oh. of the week is Ardo. <laughs> it's true it's true look um um i i'd like 
not just because he agrees with me finally, but uh, that, <laughs> that aside, like he, he posted a bit. It was a, let me bring it up exactly. It was kicked off from a Joey Lynch um, tweet about how. Mm, I think um, I saw this one. The post game, uh, you know, absolutely thunderous in his post game Paramount chat talking about Corica. Um, and Arto, like all Arto's replies, I was like, yep, like that, like that, like that. I think I liked all of them talking about um, the mental side of the game, how that separates the good from the great teams. And we were a great team and now we're not. Um, talking about, uh, and I like this one in particular. Sometimes players need a rocket served at them, others need an arm around their shoulder. Some need neither, yep. some need something else. Unfortunately, Corker doesn't seem to be able to choose the right balance to get our guys in the right place mentally these past 18 months. So, and, and, and uh, sometimes I think it's with, a good summation. Yeah, with a manager, you know, it's kind of like the assistant coaches that do all the tactical stuff. And it's like the manager's job yeah. to mentally get the boys ready and that camaraderie and that culture and, and yep. attitude out on the field to get them all singing from the same hymn sheet. Yeah. Um, so and then um, and then the last bit I, I like the most is, is a particular person said, um, with him being such a legend of the club, do you think the board have given him su- sufficient opportunity to fall on his own sword and resign first? Well, and Ardo, great reply. Mm, I the board is mm. not such a hostage to that sentiment as to let that be part of the decision. The club needs to not let emotion impact on the decision and do what's best for the club. No one can take away from Steve what he has achieved, and he'll still be a club legend. But yeah, chef's kiss, like well said. Yeah, very, yeah, very articulate. The other week that um, one swallow doesn't make a spring. Um, <laughs> yeah, so no, well, thank um, you, great, great, well said, Ardo. Very articulate. I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hit the nail on the head. Very much so. So that's my hero. Good hero. Not controversial mm. at all. Uh, my hero is pretty just actually I don't think I've done a player before for a hero um, but um, especially after a, a, a very disappointing sinking and depressing result <laughs> it's a bit weird but um, Burgess I just thought was um, just unbelievable particularly in that first half, like his touches, he was just so sharp. Um, it's just, yeah, I could almost make him the villain because why just consistently, just do this consistently, be at that quality consistently and add a couple of goals here and there. He, he could play overseas. I, maybe that's a, that's taking a step too far, but I really believe he could play at a, a really decent level overseas if he had consistency. It's it's interesting, Jules. How would you compare Anthony Caceres to to Burgess? Because we we talk about this lack of end product. Mm. Um, both very creative players. Yeah. Um, both look good on the ball. Got that close control. Mm-hmm. Um, Maxi's probably Just a little bit more explosive, I, I suppose. You I would say. Yep, I would say so. Um, but not dissimilar players. Should, is there room for both of them in in, in the lineup? Depends what again it comes down to the system. We talked about the system, but um I mean if you're playing with you're essentially playing with two attacking minded midfielders and then you've also got obviously Mac and Lolly. So, you know, it comes back to that point I think when uh, we were reviewing the Adelaide game after the result and 
I think I pointed out that it seemed like both of our, um, you know, two of our midfielders were playing almost 10 and sitting alongside just behind, and I mean just behind, B's dick behind um, the striker and then leaving this massive gap um, in midfield. So it just was a matter of the opposition shifting the ball very quickly and then into the six, and he's got about 20, 30 metres um, before the six is even there. Um, so... I, I, don't, have, I don't think it's like a clash yeah. of tens like we had with Ninkovic no. and Amihan. No, um, no, 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 like no. Hit him on the yeah, no, it's just interesting because the way that the way that Jules point. was describing him then, I, I just thought, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, I just feel with when Matt has the ball, point. he's a bit more positive and I just feel like something is more likely to happen. Yeah, 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 for sure. Could have been sure. a yep. shot. Um, yeah, so, so, but you can have him whether you have... Max at eight and, and Caceres at, at 10 or vice versa, or you yeah. have Yaz in the midfield with AC and then you, I would play maybe play Mac at nine, Lolly, and then Max up front. Yeah. I, I mean, I could, I could see a midfield of it being, um, I see Yaz back as a really, per, almost a perfect box to box because he will give you that defensive work rate, but he has got enough quality to, to push up and be in those more dangerous areas, but he'll mm. he'll track back really quickly. And then you have Max there that's that's more of the that traditional ten that could, you know, facilitate more of that creativity in the final third. And then you got obviously Bratz there that just is that anchor that just sort of kicks the you know, tick things along and hits those nice diagonal balls into Mac and Lolly. Um uh I, I think that, that could work, but then you obviously lose Caceres. So but like you said, Jono, maybe that is maybe that's a consideration that we're playing mm. to tens, two like-minded attacking players that maybe isn't really helping our structure. I don't know. Mm. Interesting discussion. Lovely. Uh, similar to you, Sean, I picked someone from the Twitter sphere um, that made me happy for my hero of the week, um, and it was former uh, former Sky Blue Stories guest Hugo McWilliam, um, who I was following along a bit on on Twitter uh, on Saturday night. Uh, he was keeping us entertained with some some match commentary, but at the end of the night, uh, when it all went down, um, his, his final one was was very entertaining. It said. Imagine staying in on a Saturday night to watch A-League men see a blackout, then see Sydney FC blow a lead in the 114th minute at 12.30am AEDT. And I just thought, oh, God, that's um, it, it just really sums up, uh, I think, what what we said before, what everyone was thinking about. So, yeah, it's a, Hugo gets my, my hero of the week for uh, keeping me entertained with tweets like that on the night. Uh, I think my feeling of the week is it's sort of a person, but it's more about just the comments itself. So I, I, I think I, I, on Twitter, I took issue with the commentary after the game. Um, it was a very good tweet, Julian. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> um, but no, look, it's just, 
I get that it's frustrating and I get that obviously you're going to be fairly emotional after blowing the lead in the 114th minute rather. It's, it's a killer. But at the same time, I think there's a lot of finger pointing. Uh, um, but realistically, there's a lot of the a lot of the things that are sort of going wrong for us at the moment. Perhaps could have been preempted and um, you know prevented. Um, I should say. So, um, I just think there was a, a lot of chat about a lack of finishing, a lack of you know concentration with um, defensive woes. I think was the was the mm. commentary. So, um, I'd say that there's been probably a lack of adequate and quality recruitment before the season started. Um, you know, talked about Rod Wyatt, again, quality player, but, you know, he's injury troubles. And, you know, having a 37-year-old has not also played a minute. Um, we would have never, um, you know, expected that from Wilco, but at the same time, he's 37. So you've got to have some young blood in there that can actually be on the pitch um, when he's out. Um, I'd say there's a lack of in-game tactical awareness. Um and I'd probably say there's a little bit of a lack of cohesiveness and depth in the style of play, so which we've obviously talked about. And um, you know, it's great that we've gone to a, a new system. I think we all agree that we needed to do that. We couldn't play Arnie Ball um, anymore. Everybody's worked it out. And football's moved on a little bit in this country. A lot of people have added their quality to their squads and um, are playing a bit more progressively. So kudos for changing mm. it, but it's just not. It's not working. So, so who is yeah. the villain, Jules? Was it is is it is it Mr. Corico? Is that who you're saying, or is it? It's the comments, but yeah. <laughs> well, they're coming from they're coming from. I'm trying to be diplomatic about it. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying my best. Okay, but yeah, Corico. Post match comments. Let's say the villain is a post match. <laughs> yeah. Enough is enough. I have with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. I am once. Again, this is becoming a bit of a theme. I think um, Samuel L really does fire me up uh, every week, boys. Um, my villain of the week is the club. Sydney FC. Um, for not being able to find a viable ground in our glorious city of Sydney uh, for our A-League women's team to play at uh, at the scheduled date and time, uh, which was this Saturday, the 21st of January. Um, they are saying due to the, the ground, I think the grass not being... Uh, Ready, Sean? Is that is that right? Um, she had some excuse um, like that. Still not something, good. Something like that. Um, so when my questions are this: When did we find this out? Um, when were we notified? Why didn't we know about it sooner? Why couldn't we have relocated it to Seymour Seymour Shaw, hmm. Cromer Park, Cogra, Penrith, Wollongong? Gosford, Brookvale, Marconi, Adenza Park, Rockdale, Elinden, Lambert Park, Valentine Park, Patterson fucking Reserve Jewels. Ew, that's not my grandpa. I hate it. Oh, 
<laughs> What's in the oval? That's, the, uh, that's the other. That's the other. That's the shit side of Quakers, mate. Oh, we don't like those Quakers. Are. No, let's no, re let's re right. let's re record that. Um, <laughs> but my point stands. How could there not be another viable ground in Sydney that we could have played at to in service South members? Yeah, to service members in different parts of of, of Sydney. Like it's right. just it's it's pathetic, and and it speaks volumes of the the lack of respect that you know we place on on the women's game still and it's world cup you um again I, i'm not sure if it was michelle or, or or jamie or someone else that said you know imagine if this was the men's game <laughs> like the uproar and the media attention that it would have gotten because oh. it's because it's the women's Blair it's buckets okay. would be held sorry Blair buckets would be thrown you know um apart from jules having to improve his um seo for quakers hill junior soccer club because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't come up first um there had to be a ground for them to play at yeah Especially again don't don't play us for fuck Fools, boys and girls, like, yeah, the game True. could have taken place. It, 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 you're not telling me that, you know, whatever ground that we chose would have delayed or rescheduled the other event that they had or the kids training on the pitch or something. Like, mm. it's just bullshit. It's just yeah. absolute bullshit that they weren't able to stage this game. And it's through a lack of organisation. Um and just it, it's it's so frustrating, so frustrating. We we had an issue earlier in the season where um, the girls couldn't play uh, the grand final replay uh, against Melbourne Victory. They they had to go to Chroma at the last minute because we we couldn't secure a ground. Like I just yeah, it's 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 just extremely frustrating. So my villain of the week is uh, Sydney Epson. Yep. Fair. A reptile wins. A reptile wins. Yep. Uh, similarly, Jonathan, I'm going to say the board, the Sydney FC board. Uh, just, just rip the Band-Aid off, make the call. Uh, thank you, Steve, for your time and your service and your efforts and energies over the last several years, but uh, we're moving in another direction. Um, but for fuck's sake, I hope you have got a, a list names, contacts, and going through them. We need change. This is not good enough for our club. We want to be winning. We want to be holding up toilet seats. We want to be holding up trophies. We want to, you know, even though the ACL can be sometimes a pain in the ass, we want to be going over to Asia and, and, and vying for those kind of trophies. Uh, this is not going to happen under the current leadership, under the current management. So something needs to happen. And like you said, Jonathan, when? Yeah, it needs when? to happen. Sooner rather than later. Um, yeah. Mediocrity, not enough, not good enough. So that's my reptile wins. And that's it. Um all right. Brings us to let's the end. end on a, a let's end on a positive. Let's end on a positive though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have anything? I don't know. Oh, look, I chucked the supporter statement in there. That's I know that's you know mm. um yeah. Not much to it. Not much to it, was there? 
Mm. I thought it was all right. It's fine. It's, it's whatever. It, yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. We, um, yeah, obviously there were some cove reps uh, at that meeting, so that was good to see. Um, the sanctions are handed out for for the VUC, so that's good to see as well. I thought um, league agents. Yeah, very wise, strong, but yeah. Um, the good news is, um, uh, fans can go down for the pilgrimage, the annual pilgrimage for Australia Day, which is good. Um, so, so that's good news. But yeah, God, I hope, um, hope we put on a good performance. We went down there. We went down there. We'll talk about a victory next week, obviously, boys. But um, we went down there last year in a similar vein of form, I think, and. Put in a really, uh, really good performance actually against Victory, yeah. who, who were flying high at the time. Was it two? Um, was it draw? We, I think we came from behind twice to, to have yeah, two, two draws. A good draws are very good. Yeah. yeah, and and we had we had a lot of players out, and um, I think Paddy Yazbek had a had a game to remember from from memory, but um, yeah, so we put in a good fighting fighting performance there. So after we beat uh, Western four one this week, boys, two um, Leclerc and goals. Hopefully, um, yeah. Hopefully, um, we can back it up against uh, victory. But we'll we will uh, we'll talk we'll touch on that next week. All That's right. it from me. That's it from me. Hundred percent. Good and Jules. Jules, um, paternity leave not starting just yet, but um, not just yet. I might getting... get one more pot in. Excellent, excellent. Let's um, let's hope so. As usual, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for your interactions. Um, uh, thanks to Dino. We mentioned Dean Newbold earlier. Um, Dino sent us his monthly um, money towards our Zoom fees. So thanks, Dino. Uh, really appreciate that, mate. Um, it does mean a lot to us. And uh, for everyone else, we'll uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Enjoy, hopefully, enjoy uh, your football. And we'll talk to you soon.